you need to find what is going to light your fire truly and be willing to fight for it and and get there because it's only going to benefit everybody who you come into contact with. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your Daily Helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. We've got a really great guest to share with you today. Her name is Katie Barnett, named one of the top 20 female disruptors in 2021. You've probably seen her on all of the really big podcasts. She runs a significantly large, I'm talking really large, online business with multiple streams of revenue, unmatched product, the ability to help so many people get to their next level. What I'm really excited to share with you about Katie is her story because she's awesome. So I left out a ton, but we're going to get into it. Katie, welcome to The Daily Helping. It is awesome to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my God. So what I love to do is get in our time machine. Let's go back and tell us your superhero origin story. What put you on the path you're on today? Because I know your story's a powerful one. You know, it's crazy because um, looking back over the last year, I've done a lot of this kind of looking back and like, what was the pivotal moment? And recognizing how many pivotal moments I did not recognize at the time. And so, you know, at 35, 36, I I don't know, 34, I had three kids. And that was like, my dream was just to be a mom, have three kids. I'd gotten a master's. I'd, I'd done the things I had, you know, kind of the plans of teaching college and, and, continuing to teach in ways. But, um, at that point I was, I was not working and I was raising my three kids and I would, I had the home and the husband and the kids and all the things. And I, you know, started a small business and it was really just to kind of help my family out money wise, but it just kind of unlocked something in me. And I came across a number of, of opportunities that just led me on this path. But looking back, what I've been able to notice since spending a lot of time looking at how I've gotten to this place, because it's not ever, I never would have imagined that this was my life at 38, getting to do things that I dreamed of when I was 12. You know, I see that at many points as a young kid, college student, I was told that I wasn't able to do something. And I kind of just found my strength to say, I'm going to do it anyways. And so, you know, I made some decisions in my mid thirties and I got to, you know, disrupt and change paths and become stronger. But looking back, I see that at many different times I said, you know what, this isn't enough. And I'm going to, 
I'm going to do more with it. So you're helping people everywhere become better than they were the day before, level up, improve their lives. So talk us, you're doing things that you thought you'd do when you were 12, but then the real world happened. And here you are now you're 38 and you're doing all these things. So if somebody's listening to this and saying, well, hey, you know, I, I'm in my 30s or however old they are. And they say they they want, you know, to reboot or to kickstart what they're doing. Give us some of the strategies that you've utilized that can help them get there. Yeah, I mean, thank you. That's like that's the goal is to help people exactly level up. My my business is called Level After Next because I'm like, I don't want to go next level. I want I want to go on and on and on. And you know, the thing that happens is and I don't believe that there's anything wrong with it. I think it's just what happens in our world, in our society, and and what we do. We dream big for so long, you know, we think that we're immortal and that we can, you know, do all these things. And then at some point reality hits, we have to pay bills. We have to buy a house. We have to pay off our college loans. We have to do these things. We have these kids to raise. And naturally our focus goes on to, you know, and especially as parents, as, as a mom, you know, it's like, how am I going to care for all these people? And I'm no longer the priority, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but then you forget to to dream big anymore. You forget, you know, about your own goals. And I think that the biggest thing is that there, there, I see it all the time. People are like, just not fulfilled, just not getting that thing that lights their fire anymore. And they write it off as this is just what life is. And You've got to accept the fact that you can change that at any point, that you are allowed to dream bigger. It's not going to take away from your ability to, you know, do your job, to be your parent, to, uh, you know, love on your kids, to be a spouse. It's only going to make you a better person to step into that, that space, but it takes a lot of work and, and, and most of that is going to be inner work. And there's a whole lot of shalom that comes along with it when you, are willing to believe in yourself a bit and go there. You know, I think a lot of people just think, I, well, I can't do that. Like she did it. It's interesting. I can't do that, but anybody can do that. And I, you know, I, I was just a stay at home mom who, and I, I say that in jest because we all know that stay at home moms work their butts off, you know, but I never thought that I could be making six figures and growing and, you know, all from home while parenting and making all the baseball games and basketball games and, and everything else, dance classes. And it's been, a, it's been a process, but getting to do that and go from here to there and, and then seeing other people do it. It's just something that I feel like everybody, not that you need to focus on the salary or anything, but you need to find what is going to light your fire truly and be willing to fight for it and, and get there because it's only going to benefit everybody who you come into contact with. So we're going to dive into the process in a bit because I, I love hearing these stories and I love hearing how people went from not inspired and not fulfilled to killing it, having the life that they really believe is the one they're supposed to live. You said something that was important. And, and I'm paraphrasing this. You didn't use the word complacency, but that's what you're talking about. You're talking about yeah. just kind of sitting around. And uh, I, I think the most dangerous word in the English language 
is meh, right? That little three letter word, like, how you doing? Meh, right? Meh is not bad. Meh is not good. Meh is just meh. But meh means complacency that, you know, because if you're in that state of complacency, what can happen is you blink your eyes and 15 years has gone by and you're in exactly the same spot doing exactly the same thing that doesn't fulfill you, that doesn't light your soul on fire and excite you, that isn't something you would do for free. And so I am glad that you went there really first because you're right. It's not so much the dollars, right? Like in our society, we're taught to chase the prestigious title, right? Like I'm going to be a doctor or a lawyer or an astronaut. I don't know how prestigious astronauts are, but yeah, you <laughs> usually, cool. yeah, they're, they're not, they're not bad, but usually, right. The title is associated with some monetary prestige, right? Like we think about what that means. What people should be asking themselves is what do I get up in the morning and, and think about that gets me excited? What would I do for free? Right. But yeah. so I want you now to kind of give us the process. You said the process of getting from you know, complacency to an extraordinary life. Talk to us about that. Well, um, you know, for me, it was just getting kind of a taste of feeling like I, I mean, I, I, I use this because I can't, I can't think of the right word, but feeling in control of something um, in, in my own world, you know, in, in my own person, you know, I obviously was in control of changing diapers and, and, you know, what sports and, and my home and that, and that, but I didn't feel complete in myself. And it's a hard thing to admit that as a mom, because society tells us that we're supposed to be complete and, and that goes for anybody. I don't want to just be speaking to moms. Obviously, I think that like when you get the job and when you get the title and when you get the home and when you get the wherever, you know, or if you're not in poverty, like you're just supposed to be happy with that and be complacent. And then we see people who struggle their whole lives with everything. You know, we see like Robin Williams, for example, like there was something missing that made him complete. And, and I talk a lot about mental health in general too. So there's that whole side of it. But for me, it was just noticing that I could do more. I could be more. And then it was a lot of reading. (laughs) So, you know, I just, I, it's been a very, it's been a journey for me because I started in, it was a network marketing company after my own business became too much of a struggle. And I, started a network marketing company just to make a couple of bucks and get some products for cheap. But I began, I began to lead. A lot of people started joining me kind of out of nowhere. And I was like, whoa, what's happening? And what I experienced, and this isn't about network marketing. This is just, you know, what, what can happen from anything. I, I started to lead. You can be a teacher. You can be anything. You can find yourself in a spot of leadership. And that's where I found myself. And I didn't like the leadership that I was getting because I was like, we're all just people and adults who are doing our own thing. And so I began to lead a team of people who worked together and helped one another. And that grew very large. It grew to a team of over 1300 and it was a culture that was amazing. And so what my 
goal was then was to bring that culture as much as I could to online business and anybody who was interested in a community, you know? So it's not just about being part of that team. It's about like, how can we all help one another? And so for me, it was recognizing that I just want to help people see the good in themselves and, and grow in those areas. And I think that the process for anybody is figuring out what it is, like, what can you contribute? How do you want to contribute? And there, that has to be an aspect of it because we all have a gift to help other people. And so you just can't feel like a failure when you're helping people. Yes. And so for me, it was leadership and helping people like level up or whatever, however you want to put it, you know, that doesn't have to be what it is for everybody. Maybe it's giving time to your community. Maybe it's, you know, um, helping young moms figure out how to, you know, parent better, whatever, whatever it is, helping people with their finances. But like, I believe that a huge part of this pivot and stepping into your new success and stepping into who you are as a human, completing this, this, soul so that you can be more for everybody is first figuring out what you can contribute to others, to society, to your groups, and then how to grow that. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. I think there's some interesting things to tease out of that because you went to leadership and what was interesting is that, and I, I suspect, and, and again, I, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong, but aside from running the house, getting the kids to and from, you know, basketball and whatnot, you really weren't in leadership roles, but it sounds like you, you wound up in leadership and then grew within that. And I think that's something that a lot of people say, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not leadership material, right? Like I'm, I don't see myself in that role because they've never had that experience or their belief is that they couldn't do it. But it sounds like it just kind of happened for you. Like, oh my God, I'm now in a leadership position and you chose to own that and then grow within that. Yeah. Uh, the thing I love about leadership is that truly anybody who once, you know, who, if you find yourself in a leadership position, I have it all the time where people are like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not ready to be a leader. And all you have to do to be ready to be a leader is be willing to learn because the best leaders are just on a constant path of learning and growing. And that is exactly what happened. I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to build any kind of a team. I wasn't trying to become a leader, but I found myself there and it was an option of stepping into that and being whatever I could be and the best of it to my ability for the people who I had a responsibility at the time, or at least I took the responsibility to help. And um, 
or to not. And, and then it's, it's a matter of, because there's a lot of leaders who their ego becomes the leader, you know, and it's about them. It's about the team needing them. And I didn't, I'd never wanted to be that kind of leader. So the beautiful thing about, about it is that there's so, there's so many incredible tools out there to help people become great leaders. And so I dove into those and it's been, it's been a process, you know, I haven't always been a great leader. I've had, I've had moments where I am not, you know, necessarily proud. And, and that's another piece of leadership that rise and fall. There's no success without failure, but um, yes, I think that anybody should start to see themselves in a role. You should, everybody should try and learn about leadership because there there's leadership in, in every little thing, but yeah, no, I hadn't, I hadn't been a leader other than teaching. I taught classrooms and I had, you know, done little things within programs and schools and stuff, but leadership wasn't something that I was uh, thriving to achieve. I think the other thing you said that was interesting, Katie, is you said, you know, find out how to serve, right? And so, you know, it goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, about not being complacent, but honing in on your passion, you know, so serving means different things to different people, right? Like you don't, not everybody should go to the Humane Society and volunteer there if they're allergic to cats and dogs right. or, or not animal people, right? And so, but I, I love that you, because I think the two of those things, I think emerging leadership and giving, serving, the two of those things, it's really like the chocolate and peanut butter, right? Like if you put those things together, now you're you're elevating yourself in a whole lot of different ways because you're going to feel fulfilled and you're going to help other people gain that same level of fulfillment, which I love. Yeah, absolutely. And that service, it's so interesting. So this weekend I'm going to a home for, I was told that this group that I'm in, that we're going to go and work in the community. And I love speaking on camera. I love speaking on stages. I love training. I love all of that. I get weird when I have to like go and be with people in person, you know? So, so I found out that we're going to do this and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm scared. I don't really like, I'm not excited about that. Can I, can I just send a video of like an inspirational talk or something? (laughs) But then, you know, I start to come around to it and, and then they say that it's, it's a home for abused, battered women and their children. And I'm like, oh good. I'm going to get to hold babies because if I'm good at anything, it is babies and children. Like I am a baby whisperer. I just am, which makes it really hard now that my kids are five, seven and nine. I'm like, can you just get little again so that I could do this well? And then they're like, no, there's not going to be any babies. You're going to be painting walls. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, I want babies. I don't want to go paint. And then again, I'm like, no, wait, this is going to be exceptional. Like this is something out of my comfort zone. This is something that you know, I wasn't planning for, it wasn't what I, how I had planned to spend my weekend, but I'm going to get to go and serve in a way that is out of my comfort zone and learn something. And I know that. And so I think that, you know, like you said, not everything is for everyone. I should not be at the humane society. I I've admitted like I'll cuddle kittens, but I'm not like the biggest animal, like happy play person. Right. But I also wouldn't have signed myself up to go paint a house for domestic abuse survivors. Yet here I am doing it, and um, and I know I'm going to learn from it. So maybe step out and see some of the different ways that you can serve as well. 
but there is, there is just fact in the choice to serve others to, uh, in that you are, you're just never going to feel you're, you can't feel like a failure when you're helping somebody. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely true. Yeah. It's the first place to start. Like that's the first place to start. I think for anything, if you're just feeling like crap, figure out a way to help somebody drop some cookies off at a neighbor's house, even, you know, and see how you feel. It it can be something so small. And, um, I had a lot of change in my early adulthood because I went from, you know, late twenties, early thirties, just that complacency and that like everybody brings a bottle of wine and we talk about nothing. And, and then into this place of, I don't, I want to be more, I want to help people. I want to serve people. I want to, I want to go out with people being like, wow, Katie brought something to, to this place, to this world, to our community, to whatever it is. And I want my kids to be able to talk about that. I want it to be notable. I love it. I, I love everything you're saying. I know as well, and I want to just shift gears slightly. You know, one of the things that you mentioned, the mental health, that's you're, you're big on that. You speak in that. I know you're big on physical health too. And both of those, we know there's unlimited hours worth of scientific literature you could peruse to, to prove this, uh, but those are critical for success. So I know you've got some really good hacks and tips in, in those realms. I, I'd love for you to share a few of those with our audience today. <laughs> I started running after my second child and my husband was like, you, we don't need a jogging stroller. And I was like, no, no, no. I, I need a jogging stroller because at least once a day, I feel like running as far as I can just running and like not turning back. <laughs> And that, that was the truth. It was, it was so much. I had two very small kids, a husband who was gone all the time. And so I I got a jogging stroller to deal with my mental health. And that was truly, truly it. And I think at the time I probably could have used some therapy and maybe some medication, but I started running and that was really along the same time that I started realizing that I wanted to start earning some money. I wanted to create this business. So I, I think, you know, your mental and physical health is pivotal to your ability to function within your world. And I think it's, it's a hard thing to take control of. It's kind of one of those, you got to wake up in the morning and just do it, even though you don't want to. But I would say as far as hacks go, it's just the same thing I would say for anything else. It's just consistency. And, you know, I've gotten to learn a lot through business and everything else when it comes to physical health and different ways to improve on that. But mental health is going to be what I say is the most important thing for everybody. And one of the best ways that you can improve your mental health is to just move and get outside. And it's really a beautiful thing when you start to be consistent in those things, just say taking a walk, or if you have a Peloton or workout, you do yoga, whatever it is. You start being consistent you start teaching your brain that you can be consistent, that you can do things over and over again. And, you know, I was not a runner. I wasn't a runner. I hated running, but I, I wanted to run because I literally wanted to run away some days. <laughs> and then I became a runner. And um, it's, just, it's funny that goes for everything. I hear people say, I'm not a this, I'm not a that, I'm not a salesperson, I'm not a runner, I'm not, I'm not a leader, but you can, you can absolutely 
be. You can be a worker outer. You can be a fitness enthusiast. You don't have to be some crazy bodybuilder. But what you'll notice is when you start taking taking your mental health and your physical health into consideration, um, reading, working out, taking care of your body, drinking the water. If you just start with drinking the water, you know you feel better. You start getting into your peak state, and you're able to think clearer and function. And so, you know, part of that for me has been therapy. It's been getting on medication at times because I've experienced a lot of things in life and experienced situational depression. And I speak about it a lot because it's not spoken about enough. Everything you said was very much on point. I want to talk a little bit about your business. So tell us what your business is doing and how it's helping people. Um, so my, the business that I'm in now, part of the reason that I was named the disruptor was because I had grown a really large business with my previous company, which was a cleaning company. And it was mainly like what you would, what you think of when it comes to network marketing parties and whatnot. And so, um, it was just kind of on a whim that I had grown it. I started running it online and that was really not common for the company at that time. And so I began to train everybody within the company. It was a lot of times um, you kind of just train who your people are, but I was like, I figured out a way to make this successful online because I had to. I didn't want to go into people's homes and and do parties. I just wanted to do it online, stay home with my kids. So I figured out a way to do this online, and I started sharing it across the company. And then I became a speaker within the company, training at conferences, and training a lot of people within the company as a whole. But I was struggling with kind of the future of it, especially when it came to online business and 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 my income, to be completely honest, and then also watching my team not be able to succeed because of it. So I I left that company within a matter of days and went to a new company this uh, about a year ago. And so the company that I'm with now is health and wellness products. So it's a pivot in products, obviously, um, and it's very customer centric. So it's not a join, 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 join for a discount type thing. So it's really twofold what this business, what my company and business does for people. It allows specifically those who are trying to earn an income online from home or, you know, are in a network marketing company and failing run a business online completely with an incredible sustainable income and growth opportunity. But it also then offers exceptional patented clinically proven health and wellness products that go from, I mean, I would say that collagen is our biggest one, but what's exceptional about collagen is that it's not just what people think of skin, hair, nails, beauty. It's really important for gut health. It is incredible for mobility. My dad's 74 and is more active after a triple bypass than he has been really my whole life. He, he was a firefighter and a fire chief, but, um, so the products and then, you know, like I said, gut health, phytos, overall health and wellness. So it's a, it's a two tiered kind of business opportunity or product opportunity. And then, like I said, it's a customer driven system, which means that customers aren't encouraged to become team members at any point. They just get to purchase the products and and benefit and get discounts for being customers. Outstanding. Outstanding. Katie, time has flown by, but we are at the end. As you know, I always ask my guests a single question. And that is, what is your 
biggest helping, that one most important piece of information you would like somebody to walk away after hearing our conversation today? I think that the biggest thing is um, your vibe (laughs) is everything. And if you feel like you're at a low, it's worth stepping into something bigger to attract something bigger. And that can be in your relationships, in your friendships, in your business, in your life, in everything. It's about becoming what you want to be surrounded with because, you know, as cliche as it sounds, your vibe truly attracts your tribe. What you put into the universe is going to come back in abundance and stepping into that space where you are again, offering, serving, um, it, it, it takes leveling up in your brain and yourself and, um, you know, really, really believing in that to start bringing it in from the universe, from it all, from your friends. Um, and so, yeah, I think that basically everything is connected. What you do is going to come back to you. And, um, and so my biggest, my biggest hope is that people will just start to show up, be the bright, be, be the star in the dark night. You know, there's a whole, whole lot of scary stuff out there right now. But um, I I choose to show up as something that hopefully brings hope and inspiration and excitement to people, happiness, maybe a smile, sometimes a laugh. And um, my hope is to encourage other people to do the same. And so I would just say, like, think about what you want, what you need from other people, from like your, from the energy around you and start to show up as that. Well said. Katie, where can people find you on the internet? Easiest place would be Instagram. And it's just at the letters KT and with an E Barnett, KDM Barnett. And um, you can find everything in my bio there in the link, um, website, all that podcast to come. And it's been an honor, Dr. Richard. Thank you. Absolutely. We will, and we'll have everything Katie Barnett in the show notes at the dailyhelping.com. Well, again, Katie, this has been a great fun. Thanks for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom with us today. Thanks so much. Absolutely. And I want to thank each and every one of you as well who took time out of your day to listen to our conversation. If you like what you heard, go give us a follow on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review because that is what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. 